Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am the host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Kenya C. Williams, a.k.a. the agent of love of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I am your favorite grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I would like to invite you to walk with me on this special day, the very third year anniversary of the Being Love in Action podcast. Also, I will be sharing a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is I, Kenya C. Williams, the agent of love. I am so excited about being here with you as always. You know, it is always a blessing when I have the opportunity to come back week after week to share with my Blia, the Being Love in Action podcast family. I miss you guys so much. And there is so much that we're going to share on today and catch up on, you know, whenever you're with family and you've been away for, you know, whether it's a week or so or maybe even a month, you know that you got to catch up and find out what is going on. What's the latest, right? Well, listen, I pray that each of you are blessed, that you're walking in the very fullness of God, that everything in your life. Um, no matter what you may be experiencing, that God's love has been able to show himself faithful to you. Amen. I am so excited. And I, before we get into the very good things of the podcast today and what this day is, it is very much so a special day. I must give you a word from our sponsor the official host for the Being Love in Action podcast, which is Podbean. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean, and it's the easiest way to create your own podcast. We here at the Being Love in Action podcast family use Podbean to host the Being Love in Action podcast. So download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. So download the free app today and that is P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Check it out. Thank you again to Podbean for featuring the Being Love in Action podcast um, on their um, on their hosting page. And I'm excited. Podbean has definitely been a blessing to me. And on this third year anniversary of the Being Love in Action podcast, we honestly could not have done it without Podbean. And I'm so grateful to the Podbean family for being not only an inspiration to the Being Love in Action podcast, but for all of those who are thinking about podcasting. Listen, if you haven't heard my testimony before, and maybe you are new and listening to the podcast on today, 
I had no idea about what podcasting was, let alone really understanding. But I knew that God gave me an assignment and Podbean really allowed me to to um, very efficiently and also professionally without having to um, have a degree in technology. Right. It has enabled me to continue to grow as a podcaster and as well as um, my podcast to grow. So I'm grateful to Podbean and I'm thankful. And don't forget to check them out. If I can do it, you can do it, right? Listen, today is a very, very special day for us here um, at the Podbean um, family. Um, the Podbean family, I'm sorry, for the Being Love in Action podcast. Our family today, and I just want to say this to you guys it is our third year anniversary. Yes, yes, yes. It is our third year anniversary here at the Being Love of Action podcast. Our first episode was done September 27th, 2018, exactly three years ago. And if you don't know, I'm going to share with you to encourage you. For those of you who are listening and who are really thinking about podcasting, when we started out the podcast um, three years ago, I had no clue. I just know God gave me a vision to do it. I started out with three, 34 followers and I remember God saying to me, never be concerned about the numbers. You just do what I tell you to do. Make sure that you're in my face and you're getting a word for my people. Um, And that's what I did. And today, three years in, we're now we have over 8500 followers. But here is the part that really blesses me. Um, And and when I speak about it, it's not so much to brag because I am truly humble. And I understand that this is not about me. It is about God and about sharing the good news or the gospel of Christ to the nations of people. And I salute all of you from all over the world that are that are tuning in week after week, listening to the Being Love in Action podcast. We are truly an international global podcast. We have people that are all over the world that are listening. And so as I, you know, share with you that, you know, three years ago, we, we were at, you know, 34 people the first year followers. And I think going into the second year, I had about 1600 downloads. And um, um, going into the second year, you know, that's when I noticed, um, you know, people begin to listen even more. And so, you know, going into the second year, I think we had about um, maybe, I don't think the second year, maybe about 8,000, I don't know. Maybe it was about 8,000. Yeah, that's what it was, about 8,000 um, downloads. And we were still kind of, you know, hanging around maybe 5,000 followers. But going into the third year, which is today, we are now at 19,786 downloads. Yes, can you believe that? 19,000. 786 downloads for the podcast. That's amazing. It is amazing. 
And you guys have no idea, you know, this is really an emotional moment for me because, you know, whenever you do something and God tells you to do it, you're not always sure. And I would say, you know, you know, I'm not doing any, I was never doing any, I still don't really do any, um, really any major, um, I don't do any major advertising. Um, but I look at what God has done. Um, he has allowed this podcast to grow in such a way that I'm, I'm just amazed. And I want to shout out today. And sometimes I do our, uh, I shout outs to, um, our listeners because this would not be able to happen without you listening and sharing. I don't really ask you guys to share the podcast because I believe that if if anything that you you do that is considered um you know a beautiful or something that empowers you or gives you strength that you'll share with others. But today I want to shout out all of the countries that are listening to the podcast um you know throughout the years but you know, I want to shout out to the United States. I want to say thank you. Thank you to Australia. Thank you to United Kingdom. Thank you, South Africa. Thank you, Canada, um, United Arab um, Emirates, India, Zambia, Jordan, Netherlands, Kenya, Jamaica, Germany, Nigeria, Sweden, France, Iran, Namibia, Burundi, South Korea, Uganda, New Zealand, Brazil, Ghana, Guatemala, Taiwan, Ireland, Switzerland, Colombia, Indonesia, Italy, Eswatinia, Saudi Arabia, Russia, Norway, Austria, Mexico, Bolivia, Vietnam, Poland, Pakistan, Peru, Philippines, Lithuania, Japan, Spain, the Djibouti, China, Argentina, Antigua and Barbuda, um, Luxembourg, Thailand, Singapore, Portugal, Nicaragua, Malaysia, Maceo, Morocco, Botswana, Isle of Man, Israel, Gunersi, Ethiopia, Czech Republic, Cyprus, Chile, Bahamas, Ukraine, and there are over 121 other um, countries that we could not get the actual names because of um, the location, geographic location. But I just got to celebrate you guys. I want to give you guys a hand of clap of thanksgiving for you just tuning in and listening. You guys have no ideas how you bless me. The the emails that I receive um, telling me how the podcast has blessed you or the comments that you leave or asking for prayer. You guys have been a part of this journey and I celebrate you today on the third year anniversary of the Being Love in Action podcast. And I'm amazed. I am truly amazed at God's just blowing my mind. And I want to encourage you again, if God has given you an assignment to do, it doesn't matter what it is. Mine may be ministry, which it is and in entrepreneurship or whatever other things that he allows, he has allowed me and is allowing me to pursue the same with your own life. You know, God said, don't be concerned with the numbers. And I have not been, but my podcast is now featured as one of the featured podcasts 
on Podbean. And yes, we are on all. The Being Love in Action podcast is available on all the major streaming platforms. So even, you know, whether it's Apple iTunes, Google Chrome, or um, Spotify, whatever way that you would like to listen to the podcast, you can. And I just want to encourage you that if podcasting is something that you're interested in, you know, we're still in the midst of the pandemic and we have to be creative in doing it. Now, I haven't done the video part of podcasting yet. I'm still with the audio, but it's okay. You know, I do hosting and other things that's, you know, virtually and on video. But I just want to encourage you guys, if this is something you're really interested in, um, you know, if you've done your research, but I will say again, I'm grateful to Podbean because it has made it so simple for me. And I have been able to see the rewards of what the Being Love in Action podcast is doing um, throughout the world. And so, again, I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening, whether you are first time listener on today or you are faithful listener that comes back whenever we um, bring a new podcast out and you are supporting it. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm so grateful to each of you. And thank you for being part of the Blea family. That's short for that's the acronym for being love in action. So I thank you and we thank you. And I just want to celebrate you one more time. You know, guys, if you're listening and as I get ready tomorrow, go into the podcast itself. You know, if you hear some noises or you hear some sounds, I am not working out of our normal location for the podcast. I am now basically mobile. <laughs> so wherever I am available to record, I am due to the natural disaster that has it affected my life. Um, for those of you who are in the United States of America, we are um, dealing with the not only the pandemic, which is hand, which is part of everyone's world, you know, the pandemic, but I was affected. My family was directly hit um, through Hurricane Ida, which hit August um, the 29th. Um, And it's on the anniversary of 16 years ago where Hurricane Katrina um, devastated the Gulf Coast region of Louisiana and Mississippi. Well, I was part of Katrina. I evacuated to Texas and I lived there for 10 years. I have been back in Louisiana for the last five years. But, um, you know, now here I find myself back in Texas because I had to evacuate August the 28th of this year um, to um, evacuate out of the, to get out of harm's way for Hurricane Ida. And yes, my home, um, it was not totally destroyed, but I did have damage. I sustained um substantial damage to the structure. We had some water as well as some blown out windows and some roof damage. And, you know, like many others who are dealing with that, and we know that it also affected the East Coast. So it wasn't just Louisiana. It was also New York and in the East Coast where the flooding 
unfortunately, lives were lost. So prayers have not only been out for my family, of course, but the families of all of us who are dealing with the the storm, the remnants of a storm. And I don't know about you, you know, even though we're celebrating the very third year anniversary of the Being Love in Action podcast, if I'm honest with you, you know, I am I am homeless at this point. We have not, my family and I have not, like so many other families, been able to um, find a place to live closer to home. And so this weekend, I'm actually back in Louisiana dealing with the home, my home and things like that. And then I'm going to leave back out to go to Texas. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm not going to live in Texas anymore. At least that's not what God has spoken to me. Um, because I still want to be very close to my mother who is, you know, up in her age. And I want to make sure that I'm there to um, be supportive of her. So, you know, today's podcast, as much as it is um, a podcast where I'm celebrating um, the accomplishment of the Being Love in Action podcast, I'm also um, just allowing you guys to kind of have a real insight about what's going on in my life and the lives of those who have been affected by this natural disaster. But it's not just for those like myself, but all of us at some point in our lives experience a storm. It may not be the natural disaster storm. It may be a storm of sickness. It may be a storm of of a divorce or a failed relationship. It may be the death of a loved one. Storms are not necessarily natural disasters. Amen. And on today, can I be honest with you? As I am encouraging you, I am truly encouraging myself. For those of us who experience the storms of life, you know, um, I remember hearing a preacher say some years ago, we'll either find ourselves either in the midst of a storm, um, going into a storm or coming out of a storm. And so in other words, we're always to have our minds set at a place in a posture, not only of prayer and, and supplication, but also in preparation, because we never know what's going to happen. But it also reminds me of how important it is to not only communicate with God through prayer and devotion and spending time with him, but it is also imperative to our lives to listen to the very voice of God in the midst of the storms of life. And today I want to share with you a very familiar passage to most of us. And again, if you're not familiar with the word of God, we never like to assume that every listener is saved or is a follower of Christ. So I want to make sure that when you're listening, you can always follow along with us. Today, I want to highlight um, the book in the Bible, um, the book of Job, and it is in the Old Testament. And it's the chapters 38 through 42 that I want you to go back and read when you get a chance. Um, And I'm going to summarize it a little bit. I'm not going to read all of that, but I definitely do want to read a portion of the book of Job because this book is very important. 
And it's important for, you know, several reasons. And for those of us, we've heard this, the, the story of Job broken down many times and in many different ways. But today, the topic that I want to share with you is called the beauty in the eye of the storm. Again, the beauty in the eye of the storm. And we're going to be looking at Job chapters 38 through 42. That's what I want you to read and kind of catch up. But I'm going to read um, Job 40, chapter 40 and verses 6 through 14. And this is what the word of the Lord says. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, brace yourself like a man. I will question you. And you shall answer me. Would you discredit my justice? Would you condemn me to justify yourself? Do you have an arm like God's? And can your voice thunder like his? Then adorn yourself with glory and splendor and clothe yourself in honor and majesty. Unleash the fury of your wrath. Look at all who are proud and bring them low. Look at all who are proud and humble them. Crush the wicked where they stand, bury them all in the dust together, shroud their faces in the grave. Then I myself will admit to you that your own right hand can save you. And may the word of the Lord be blessed on today. And I was reading from the NIV translation, the beauty in the eye of the storm. What is, you know, what do, what do I mean? When you think of the eye of the storm, you don't think of anything beautiful. Let's be honest. Um, you know, Hurricane Ida touched down and I am a native New Orleanians, but I lived outside about 45 minutes outside of New Orleans. And in the city that I lived in, the city actually experienced the eye of the storm. And so whenever someone who's familiar with storms, we think of the eye of the storm, we think about being directly hit by the storm. Amen. And the eye of the storm is part of a hurricane. And this is the definition. It's that small zone of calm in the midst of chaos, ferocious rains and battering destruction. The walls of winds that surround around this quiet respite, which is this short period of rest or relief from something difficult or unpleasant. It is an, isn't it amazing that you would think that in the eye of the storm, there is calmness. It is not the eye of the storm. That's where the, the danger happens. It is what's on the outside of the eye is where the danger is. And so as we really look at the story of Job, we know that Job and I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version. Amen. So if you've never written or even heard of the story of Job, go back to the Old Testament, Job, um, J-O-B, just like Job. And you can go in and begin to read it. And then you'll be able to catch up from where I am in um, chapters 38 through 42. But Job was considered a man too. Um, he was a man that was considered very upright. He was considered a man that loved God and he was a righteous man. He was one of the most righteous mans in the land. And as a result of that, he was blessed by God. 
And as a result of him being blessed by God, he was protected, his children. He was wealthy. He was respected in his town. He was respected in the land. He was one of the richest men. And so, you know, wherever there's wealth and money, there's always friends. Amen. And that's we'll save that conversation for another time. But it's amazing that when you when you have everything, people will flock to you. I always say this and life has taught me one thing about life. There's two consist constants that we'll experience really three we'll experience birth and we'll all experience death. And in the middle part of life and death, there's this thing called living. Amen. And in the living parts of life, there'll be times when we will have it all or what is considered at a good place. And then there will be times in our lives that we will not have everything together. Paul reminds us, the apostle Paul, he said, there are times in our lives, he said, I've learned to appreciate those times when I'm well fed, because I understand there will be times when I'm hungry. He said, I understand. And I've gone to res- grown to respect the times when I have money, but because I understand in life, there'll be times when I won't have any money. So there will be times in our lives that there will things will be good. And then from the world's perspective, that things will look bad. But the beauty of Christ and following Christ is that the constant thing is that God, who is our father, always reminds us not only will he take care and provide us that there is such a thing of a protective hedge on our lives. Remember that it rains on the just as well as the unjust. When the hurricanes come and it and it rips through places like my city or my state or it ripped through uh, the East Coast like it did with the floods and people lost their lives. You know, we we got to remember that the, the, the hurricane or the storms affect everyone. Wouldn't it be just our will if our will and not God's, if we could allow the rain just to be on who we thought was the bad people. Amen. But God says it rains on the just as well as the just. What I want us to understand through this story of Job as we read or as we, we really get to understand the purpose There are a few things that I want us to understand. God wants us to trust in his wisdom and his character. Here was Job, a man who lived life the right way. He lived a lifestyle that was pleasing to God. And and here all of a sudden he loses his his children all at one time. He loses his wealth. Then he loses his friends and his wife literally loses her mind in a state of grief. And on top of losing his children, on top of losing his wealth, on top of losing his family, I mean, his friends, he is stricken with an illness where he had sores all over his body. Can can you can you really walk with me? Because I don't know who else can can really understand that Job was at a place in his life that he wanted to give up. Can you imagine or have you ever been in that place where it seemed like everything was going 
wrong and and you couldn't even begin to understand it because when you look over your life we say it seems as if so much suffering happens to the good people and we see the bad people or what we consider them to be bad to get all the blessings or what we perceive as blessings but what I want you to understand beloved of God is that God is always all-knowing and all-seeing and the enemy He is the greatest deceiver of them all. And his idea is to keep you focused on your circumstances so that he can knock you off of your position based off of your circumstances and not based off of who you serve. Listen, beloved of God, Job was as I said, considered a righteous man. Do you know that the enemy wants to sift you like weed? The enemy wants to every day throughout your life because he recognized who you are. He wants you to be in a position where you are so consumed with what you're going through that you forget whom you serve. Job, uh, uh, on behalf of Job, God had blessed him. He was not blessed by the enemy because he served God, Jehovah, the true and living God. Some of us got to remember that there are only, there are many gods in the world, in the land of the living, but there is only one true and living God. And so what we have to be mindful of when we decide to go either play by the world's views or by God's views, whoever you get what you get from may not always come from God. But if you're on the path of righteousness, God is your protector. God is your provider. So the enemy had the audacity to go to God and say to him, the only reason that Job serves you is because you protect him. I, I, I tell you this, God, if you take away the protective hedge on Job's life, I promise you he won't serve you. In fact, he will curse you. Do you know that the enemy is your accuser? He wants to, uh, he wants to accuse you before God on a daily basis. He want to say that the only reason why you serve God is because God is good to you. And so what he did was he made a proposition to God and God, because he not only loved Job so much, he knew the very heart of Job. Can God stand on your heart today? What I mean by that beloved of God, not stand on your heart in the physical. Can God really look at you and the person that you are and see your heart and know that in the midst of your storm, you will not curse him. That's a question. Can God put you in the position of Job? Allow your life to be uh, 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 dealt with uh, through the storms of life. Uh, remember, it says the eye of the storm is calm. It is the out parts of the storm where the winds are and the battering of this destruction and where the chaos is. Can God trust and count on you and uh, the chaos of your life uh, to serve him no matter what? Uh, remember the 
word of God said Job lost his children all at one time. He lost his money all at one time. His wife was griefing with, with, with grief. She was stricken with grief. And she said to her husband, just curse God and die. Listen, we don't hold that against her because in the natural, she was hurting and the natural, she was traumatized, but it was Job who the test was for. Understand what you may be going through, beloved of God is not meant for your children. It's not meant for your husband or your wife. It's not meant for your family. It's not meant for your coworkers. It's not meant for your church members. It's not meant for those connected to you. It is meant for you. Whatever the storm is, God wants to know in the midst of the storms in your life, can he trust you to not curse him, but to serve him? Can I be honest? Can I be transparent? That's not always an easy task. Let's be real. One thing about the Being Love in Action podcast, the reality of what we aim to do is to allow you to take the word of God and apply it to your daily life. It is the life applications of God's word that will heal us on a daily basis that will allow us to make it through the hard times. Remember, suffering does not equate to a believer's fault or lack of integrity. And the reason why I'm saying this to you, remember, I said I'm going to give you four things. Or four reasons why this is so important to our walk with Christ. Why Job's story, the meaning of what God wants us to get from Job's life. Remember the first thing I said, God wants us to trust in his wisdom and character. And I want you to understand suffering does not equate to a believer's fault or lack of integrity. See, Job had three friends that stayed around. And it says that those three friends visited him. And for seven days when they visited Job, they said nothing to him. They allowed him to mourn. Isn't that a beautiful thing to have a friend that will just sit with you in the midst of a crisis? They won't say anything sometimes because sometimes it doesn't need any words. Really, no words can be expressed to deal with the hurt and pain that we are experiencing in that moment. But it's a beautiful thing to have a friend to stand with you in love. But listen, beloved of God. Sometimes even our friends lack the knowledge and wisdom of God. The word of God says, you know, who has the mind of God? Not I. And what makes the story so special with Job is that God begins to speak to Job in the midst of the storm. Do you know that God will speak to you in the midst of the storms in your life? If you listen, if you find yourself in the place of the eye of the storm, remember in the eye of the storm is where the calm is. In other words, God is the eye of the storm because beloved of God, he created the storm. God shows himself through nature. 
And so when he shows himself through nature, many times we, 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 we hear people say all kinds of things that is outside of the will of God. Didn't I just say it rains on the just well as the, as well as the unjust. I remember when hurricane Katrina hit and I heard, um, preachers and pastors and people saying, you know, there's witchcraft in Louisiana. And that's why God is, is going down there and he's destroying the witchcraft place. Do you recognize beloved of God? There are many people that love God and serve him all over the place. Do you know that in every state, in every city, every country, there is a, a, a vileness of evilness that lives and breathes? Absolutely. So when destruction comes, remember, it is not God's will for his people to perish. That is not God's will. And so his friends came and they sat down and they talked to him. But then they began to accuse him of being outside of the will of God. Beloved of God, the chosen of God, those of you who are listening, who are believers in Jesus Christ and those who are listening who may not know him. I, I pray that as you're listening to this podcast, that you're beginning to understand or discover the character of God. See, it's easy to say, you know, what kind of God would allow this or that to happen but you got to remember the the whole truth in the matter that God's character is always one of love even in the midst of the chaos even in the midst of the storm his friends begin to tell him that he messed up yes they did you know, for those of us who are believers and we've raised in the church, you know, the first thing, if you ain't driving the best car, or have the nicest houses or the most money, people will not equate you to being not only blessed by God, but successful. And yes, wealth is important. Health is important. And it is part of the blessings of God. But do you understand, beloved of God, that the men and women of God who did great things for the kingdom were not always rich? They were not always those who walked around with necess with with um, stature in that um, in that perspective. Jesus himself was homeless, but because of who he was and his impact, wherever he went, there was someone that blessed him. Most of the prophets did not live in wealth. They they did not live in a place of 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 prosperity and what we call um, prosperous. But they were anointed and gifted like the the apostle said, silver and gold. Many of them didn't have money, but the gifting of the Holy Spirit that laid in their lives, they were able to do great things. They were able to heal the sick and delivered people. They were able to do the very works of God. Why is this important? Because the beauty in the eye of the storms of our lives will always demonstrate two of the very characteristics of God. The book of Job talks about two very main characteristics of God. And those are God's love and his sovereignty. God reveals himself through nature. Just like. I explained to you about the storm of the 
the Hurricane Ida that we are rebuilding from and people lost their lives, whether it was from the floodwaters or from heat exhaustion or whatever the case may be. God reveals himself through humanity. We are part of the solution of love. We are part of the solution of the hate. Do you understand that God said in the last days, many will become lovers of themselves. Many will, will fall away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because the enemy has blinded us to thinking that because of the suffering on the earth, that God is no longer present. He is a God that has literally taken his hands away. As human beings, we have the ability to demonstrate the very love of Christ in our lives to our fellow men and women, regardless of their race, regardless of their religion, regardless of their ethnicity. And God reminds us that the only thing that will last, that will last for us is what we do for the very kingdom of God. See, being love in action is, is very strategic in understanding that love is what is an action word. So being part of the human race, we are part of the solution by being love. History reminds us that God's love, God is always love. And when we read the word of God and when we experience who Jesus Christ is. We really get to see the real love of Christ. We get to see the real love of God and his sovereignty. I love when when God began to speak to Job and then he questions Job. He began to say to Job. He, he says to him some things that I'm just going to give you just a couple of things that he said. And this is Job 41. He, he begins to say to Job, he said, can you pull in a Leviathan with a fish hook or tie down its tongue with a rope? He said, can you put a cord through its nose or pierce its jaw with a hook? He said, will it keep begging you for mercy? He said, can you speak of the time when a mountain goat gives birth he said what can you separate the the heavens from the infirmities in other words god began to speak to job and say listen i am that i am i am the true and living god and this test for you, Job, was based on my love for you because the enemy said that the only reason why you will serve me is because I'm good to you. Can you imagine our parents as they're ailing for those who parents are still here? Like my parents are now getting older. They're in their, their mid 70s now, their early 70s. And, you know, our parents take care of us as we are young. And even in our young adult time, you never start, stop being a parent, right? But real parents or real parenting requires hard decisions to be made. 
You know that your parents love you, but sometimes they have to chastise you. Sometimes they got to tell you you're wrong. But one thing most of us can say, we can always count on our parents to be there for us because they love us. Do you know that God is the consummate father? He promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He promised to not even abandon us. He says even our fathers and mothers may abandon us, but God won't. And the enemy's deal is to make us believe that the God that we love doesn't love us. That he allows, you know, all of these natural disasters to come. Because if he really loved us, he wouldn't allow these things to happen. But remember, we serve a God that also gave us free will. If we look at some of the damage we've done as in humanity, that we've done to our, our climate, that we've done um, to the land that we live on, that we've done to one another. So I want you to understand if you're like me and you're in the state of rebuilding, you know, I'm, I'm considered homeless right now. I'm living in a hotel. You know, I'm living literally in a hotel. I go from state to state. I still haven't been able to find a hotel closer to my home. So I got I had to come by someone's house with my family. It's five of us. And we're staying here three, four, we're staying here. We're going to be leaving out in a couple of days to handle business and then drive, what, nine hours back to another state and, and live in a hotel. It's not easy. It's not easy. But can I encourage you with these words? I'm grateful because I know that the God that I serve loves me enough and that he will provide for me. God will speak to you in the midst of your storm, whatever it may be, just as he spoke to Job. God wants us to trust in his wisdom and his character. When you know someone's character, even if it doesn't make sense, you can trust in who they are based on their history in your life. And maybe you don't know Christ and you're saying, well, I don't know God. I can't I can't look at God's history. Today will be a great day to begin. To give him an opportunity to show you who he is. You know, Romans 3 and 23 says we all have sinned and we all have fallen short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. Neither am I. I never profess to be. But it says in Romans 10 and 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the very standard foundation of the Christian faith. We believe that Jesus Christ did die, but he rose with all power in his hand. And through that, when we believe in him in our hearts, we have the gift of eternal life. So however you want to approach God and you confess to God your heart, he will listen. But I also want you to know 
John 3 and 16, what it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Again, here's another uh, another uh, confirmation to you. That if you believe in him, you should not perish but have eternal life. God is amazing. And I don't know what, where you may be. In your life today, whether you're in the midst of a storm, whether you're coming out of one or you're getting ready to go into one. God will speak to you in the storm and there's beauty in the eye of the storm because in the eye of the storm is where the calm is. Jesus is the calm for the storm of your life. God is the calm for the storm of your life. I'm speaking to myself as I'm speaking to you. I'm encouraging myself because, yes, I'm in the midst of a storm. So listen. I pray today the prayer of faith by faith that someone is listening. We don't know what tomorrow holds. And for all of your, the beautiful people that are listening around the world. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please don't wait. He's waiting for you today. That's how much he loves you. Every day we get a brand new set of mercies. We serve a God who loves us so much. And he's waiting on you and I to just walk with him. I promise you, he'll walk with you. Why not try Jesus Christ today? Yes, why not try him on today? You know, I am so grateful again. I pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Yes, the beauty in the eye of the storm. I know it's, it's one that really encouraged me as I was reading and God was just downloading to me. And let's not forget to bless each and every one of you again. I celebrate you, each and every one of you. Yes, I I do. It is the third year anniversary of the Being Love in Action podcast. Happy anniversary, Being Love in Action podcast. Father God, I am so grateful for all that you're doing through this podcast and I pray that you will continue to find it acceptable unto your side and for those of you have who have been tuning in um, whether it's been the entire three years or just recently I love you and I'm grateful for you listen don't forget to tune in catch all the podcasts get caught up if you haven't and just remember that I love you I want you to also remember something. The Bible reminds us out of faith, hope, and love that the greatest of these is love. Remember to be love in action in your everyday life. And remember 
to have hope in the God that loves you and who loves you so much. He considers us to be the apple of his eye. Remember to give thanks in all things. In Jesus' name, I love you. I love you. I love you. Until next time, I'll see you then. Love you guys. Have a great one. And thank you for being part of the Being Love in Action podcast family. God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.